and welcome to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard. Thank you so much for joining us for another segment. In this segment, we're going to be speaking with Dr. Shambu Arial. He's joining us here from Innova Medical Group to discuss the results of the ALARM study. It was led by the National Institutes of Health and published in the Journal of Heart and Lung Transplantation. Welcome to Health Professional Radio, Dr. Arial. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here today. Oh, give our listeners a bit of uh, insight into your professional background and talk about your role at Innova Medical Group. Sure. Uh, I'm a transplant pulmonologist by uh, profession. Um, I'm the medical director of Innova Lung Transplant Program here in Northern Virginia, uh, right by D.C. Uh, I also direct our sarcoidosis center here. I've been here for about five years, and I was recently uh, assumed the role of the medical director here. Well, tell us a bit about the ALARM study. Uh, What was its design? What exactly were you looking for? So the ALARM study, ALARM stands for Analysis of Lung Allograph Remote Monitoring. The study was a real-world multi-center prospective study that we conducted at the height of the pandemic in mid-2020 under the auspices of uh, National Institutes of Health, four centers here in the D.C. area and one in Texas came together to basically study the ability of Alashore lung to detect signs of organ rejection and infection in asymptomatic lung transplant recipients in a real-world home-based surveillance setting. We used a a CARE-DX's RemoTrack program, which is an at-home blood draw phlebotomy service in conjunction with this Alashore lung. How prevalent are lung transplant rejections, and why is it so significant to detect them as early as possible? Lung transplant rejections are fairly common. If you look at the recent study that was published um, last year, uh, it was a large multi-center study that looked at acute cellular rejections in lung transplant patients. As many as 50% of uh, recipients who had lung transplant developed some sort of acute rejection within the first year after transplant. And this goes along with some of the older data that's been published. Similarly, infections are very common in lung transplant recipients because of the need for medications to suppress the immune system. The combined uh, effect of infection and rejection is it ultimately leads to chronic rejection and the poor outcomes in lung transplant recipients And that's why it's really important to identify rejection uh, early on to improve both the uh, quality and quantity of uh, of life uh, that uh, patients get after lung transplant. Exactly how does Alashore work to detect rejection early? So Alashore is a uh, technique that detects donor-derived cell-free DNA in the blood. So it's a, it's a relatively non-invasive test, and it can be used as a surveillance tool for early and accurate detection of allograft injury, including lung rejection. So what happens is, in our body, as cells die and new cells form, the dying cells release DNA from the nucleus into the blood circulation. We can actually measure the fraction of cell-free DNA that's released in the circulation from the new organ in the body and measure it as a fraction of the total cell-free DNA that's circulating. And that allows us to see the activity of the cell-free DNA in the blood and tells us 
if there is any injury. So if there's any injury, either rejection or infection in the new organ, the cell-free DNA attributable to that organ actually increases. So it's a really neat technology. It's been around for some time in maternal health, say, for example, and in, in oncology, but it's recently made its way into uh, solid organ transplantation. And in the lung world, we, we have recently started using it with good success. So what were some of the, I guess, most outstanding results from the study? So the study was, was very exciting. Um, it, it did show us that non-invasive Alisher lung effectively identifies acute lung allograft dysfunction, which is a combined term for acute cellular rejection, antibody-mediated rejection, as well as infection in an asymptomatic lung transplant recipient during routine surveillance screening. It also uh, allowed us to identify episodes of acute cellular rejection and infection that would have been missed otherwise uh, using a biopsy strategy alone, which is the more conventional way of monitoring the new lungs. If you look at numbers, studies showed that the uh, Alishore uh, lung was effective in showing those findings with a sensitivity of almost 75%, a specificity of 90%, uh, a positive predictive value just uh, about 40%, and negative predictive value of about 97%. We also uh, showed that using this Alisher lung surveillance strategy, there were 93% fewer invasive transbronchial biopsies and would have been performed under a regular surveillance biopsy program. So all of these uh, findings are, are really uh, important when you look at uh, lung transplant data. You mentioned COVID-19 earlier in our conversation. Were these results significant based on the pandemic? Absolutely. So normally outside of a pandemic, um, what uh, would happen is our recipients would come to the hospital, they get blood draws, they get a bronchoscopy essentially to evaluate for infection and rejection. With the pandemic, everything shutting down, it was not possible to do that. So our patients would have been left high and dry without a good way to monitor their allograft. So with this technology, we're able to still monitor our patients for allograft injury, including infection and rejection. And that was a big help to us. Now, even as the pandemic is dying down, based on our study and some other studies, this technology is going to stay uh, relevant in, in monitoring patients because of the risk that usually comes with the traditional monitoring uh, practices of bronchoscopy. Well, is there anything that you'd like to add for our listeners, doctor? And then let us know where we can learn more about the study. I just want to let our transplant community know that this technology that's been around uh, for some time and has been used in kidney transplants, say, for example, or heart transplants, is now available for our lung transplant recipients as well. It's a really neat technology with that seems to be very sensitive as well as specific and certainly adds on to the data that we need to take care of our patients. So at our center here at the Nova Lung Transplant Program, we are using it routinely to help our patients. I'm hoping it's going to be helpful for other transplant centers around the country and hopefully around the world at some point. And where can we go and learn more? 
You can learn more about our study on JHLT online. So the Journal of Heart and Lung Transplantation is the uh, official journal of the International Society of Heart and Lung Transplantation. So our study was published in that journal recently, and you can find the details of the study uh, in that journal. And that's jhltonline.org, correct? That's correct. Well, Doctor, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you so much for giving us some of your time. You're very welcome. Thank you very much for the opportunity. You've been listening to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard, in conversation with Dr. Shambu Ariel. Audio copies of this program are available at hpr.fm and healthprofessionalradio.com.au. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, listen in, download at SoundCloud, and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com, Health Professional Radio.